0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and God, Amen. Today, the church is still celebrating the Feast of the Theophany. Today, if you realize, the the readings are the the readings of the second day of the Feast of Theophany. We consider the Feast of Theophany as a major feast and I think we, we mentioned many times that what makes a feast a major feast when it is related to our salvation. So when the feast is directly about our salvation, it's a major feast of our Lord Jesus Christ. Buna David and Abuna Johanna the day before yesterday, they uh, elaborated on why Jesus was baptized. I want to take it a little bit uh, from earlier. One of the biggest evidences of the truth of Christianity, Christianity is not about a book that was given by a prophet. It's not about someone who said... People are doing bad you want them to do good here is what you should do here are the commandments do that don't do that it's not about that Christianity is the story of humanity a history a a storyline a narrative or a meta narrative so that's why we if we want to understand anything on the that storyline We need to begin from the beginning. The beginning that there is creation. And what does the creation account is saying? It says that God said, let there be. Let there be. Let there be light. Let there be firmament. Let there be uh, uh, the the sun and, and the moon and all that. Let there be. And he said, for the earth, that let the earth grow animals, let the, and plants. So this is for all the creation. But when he came, when the, the creation account came to the, to man, to the creation of men, of human beings, he said it very differently. He said, let us make man after our image and likeness. This is one. So men are made differently than any other creation. After the image and likeness of God. Two. That men was created or human being. Adam and Eve were created by. Being taken from the dust of the earth. Why? They have an earthly element. And then they got breathed. Breathe into this dust and this dust became Adam a human soul what does it mean that God breathed he gave him a divine element a breath from God life from God that's why man or human being are different from all the other creation They are higher than all creation. That's why they have authority over creation. We are we came as dust from the earth and we and and the breath of life. An earthy element. And an element from God. That's why after the fall, what happened? What happened that death entered into the life or into the, the the reality of human beings. Two, they became corrupt. They became mandated, forced to do bad. Three, and I'm gonna read this from and I hope, I hope that I'm gonna try to connect from the Old Testament to the New Testament how salvation was attained and and how baptism, the baptism of Christ and the descent of the Holy Spirit on Him was a major part of that plan of salvation. So when Adam fell on, on Genesis 6, a very important verse, I hope you be attentive and listen to it. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever so one of the signs of the fall that god's spirit won't strive won't abide in another uh, the esv translation english standard version it says does not ab- shall not abide so the holy spirit is not is no longer staying within man that's because of the fall. So the spirit of God cannot, because man is fallen, is corrupt, is is die, is dying or is dead. Okay? So what happened? The spirit cannot strive, shall not strive in man forever. And and look to what is said after that. My spirit shall not strive with man forever. For he is indeed flesh. What does it mean he is flesh? Gassad in Arabic. Flesh. He is no longer having my spirit. He is no longer joined to me. That's why he is like a leaf. That is cut from the tree. It's going to wither and die. My spirit shall not strive. He is flesh. And see what St. Paul is saying. For therefore, St. Paul, after Christ. Therefore, no, there there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Who do not walk according to the flesh. So I know I made made a huge jump. In the New Testament, St. Paul is saying, we are not condemned if we are in Christ. Who do not walk according to the flesh. You are not walking according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. You see? So, the reconciliation, the fixing of what happened to creation was by that we become in Christ, not, or not walking according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And he says something very interesting later on in the same chapter, Romans 8. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. No one in the flesh cannot please God. I think that's very tough. We all have flesh. I am talking to you and I'm having flesh. And you all having flesh. But he said, No, 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 no. You are not in the flesh. Because no one in the flesh can please God. So, what can we do? We are in the flesh. He said, no, you are not in the flesh. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. But in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. So if we have the Holy Spirit, you are no longer in the flesh. You are in the Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit in you. You are joined to God. You are not in the flesh anymore. You are having the life of God forever. Is that clear? So, clear? Clear? So you are no longer in the flesh. So, I know I made a big jump. From the fallen, the, the, this, my spirit shall not strive in you. You are indeed flesh. And then, you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. The, the spirit of God dwells on you. Okay, how this move was done? We needed someone to come and restore for us the spirit. Who can do that? We cannot. And we have no hope to do it. Who can do it? The incarnate son of God. He came and he was baptized. He never never needed to be baptized. Why he never needed to be baptized? He is... He's not sinful, he has no sin. Who, who are the people who went to St. John the Baptist? The people who felt they are sinners, they need to be cleansed. And that's why they get into the water. And he told them, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, you are sinners, you need to repent. Come and wash your sins. Come into my water. I hope you repent. Then Jesus came, He told them, no, I cannot, I cannot baptize you, you are not the sinner. I, I am the sinner. What, what was Jesus' answer? He said, I came in the place of humans. And I'm going to accept baptism because I should fulfill all huh, righteousness. I should fulfill, I'm taking the place of human beings. And then He went into the water. Saint John the Baptist felt very embarrassed. He said, I don't deserve to even lose the straps of your sandals. But he said, I love it. Because I should fulfil all righteousness. And he went into the water. And surprisingly, while Jesus in the water, what happened? The voice of the Father was heard. The Son is on the water, and the Holy Spirit came upon him. So he didn't need to be baptized. He is not sinful. He didn't need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is his Holy Spirit. Saint, Saint Cyril of Alexandria. He was commenting in, in the Gospel of Saint Luke and in the passage of the baptism of Christ. He said he never needed the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is his Spirit. He is one with the Holy Spirit and the Father. But as a human being, as taking, as someone taking our place. Someone united with our human nature. He accepted the Holy Spirit. So we can be not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. And now I'm gonna read again what I have just read from Romans 8. That's how we have no condemnation. We are not condemned if you are in Christ. If we are in Christ, we are not condemned. I was talking yesterday and I talked with, with the fellowship last week that condemnation, is it that God is gonna stand in the throne and what, we're gonna look on the files of each and every person. He's gonna get everyone to prosecute and get the files like the judge has the papers and he's gonna listen to the, the, the attorneys and is, is it like that? No. No, it is not. It is that he's gonna see who is in Christ. And again, in Christ doesn't mean that I believe that Jesus is Lord. It's not just a word or an affirmation. But walking in Christ by the Spirit of God. We are living in a mystery. We are living in, but it's a glorious one. A glorious one. We need to understand, this is what we are celebrating. That's why they are big things. And we need to take them very seriously. Very seriously. It's about our lives. So, there is therefore, there therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not walk according to the flesh. We do not walk. That's why we shouldn't live like the world. If we want that, we are saying, we don't want to walk in Christ. We don't want to be spiritual. We don't want to walk according to the Spirit of God. We want to be like the other people. We want to have fun. We want to enjoy our lives as everyone is doing. We don't know what's after life. All that, I mean, all these lies, all these deceits, just to do whichever you want. But not to be bound to the life of Christ. To be bound to the life of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit which dwells in us. So, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not... Walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. He is not God's. He is not, he is not related to Jesus Christ. So how we are joined, St. Cyril explains also in the, this chapter, chapter 3 of the gospel of St. Luke on the passage of baptism. He said, By the Holy Spirit, we become partakers of the divine nature. That's why we are not flesh. When we fell, we became flesh. Indeed, He is flesh. But when we are restored by the work of Christ and by the Holy Spirit, we are not flesh anymore. We are His. And we should not walk according to the flesh. If we decided, if we choose, if we chose to Live according to the flesh, like everyone else. You know, the, the, the saddest word we are using, the saddest justification we are using to do whichever we want. That's we everyone is doing that. Okay, if you want to be like everyone in the world, go ahead. The why the door is wide opened, but this is the door this is not the door that leads to eternal life. It's wide open. It is wide open. It is the easiest way to do like everyone. But make the right choice. The right choice is to live with God according to the Spirit and walk in Him. That's why I'm going to give the last verse from St. Paul. And again, this was the this theme of the, the junior high yesterday. Uh, the, the, the They went to a retreat and this was the theme. And... I, I talked to them about that yesterday. He said the following in Colossians two: "As you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in Him. Walk in Him. We can never be perfect, even though we are called for to be perfect, right? Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Who is perfect here? Is there anyone here is perfect? Anyone here is perfect?" Is there anyone here imperfect? Is there anyone here imperfect? Is there anyone in here imperfect? Please raise your hands, whoever imperfect, raise his hands or her hands. We are, I am, I am the first. I am the first. We are all imperfect. So how can we be perfect? Be in the perfect one. Who is the perfect one? 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 Jesus Christ. Who is the perfect one? Jesus Christ is the perfect one. So being in Him, we can attain perfection. We can be considered perfect. And if you are perfect, where are we are going to end up? In heaven. Right? Is there any, any other possibility? Definitely not. So we can be perfect by being in Him. That's why St. Paul said, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Walk in Him. So Jesus Christ, that's why He accepted the Holy Spirit, to restore it for us. He didn't need it. And then, when we saw Him baptized, accepting the Holy Spirit, this become a, a sacrament in the church and we, we, we start doing that and remember that baptism is not something that we did when we were little babies. This is something we should do every day through repentance because repentance means it's a second, we call it second baptism. It means that I'm gonna die, die with all my sins and I'm gonna start again today, tomorrow, yesterday and every day. Until the last day of my life, I'm going to be doing that. Repenting. And what does it mean, repenting? I die, I leave out, I leave away all the bad life that is not pleasing to God. To walk in Christ, to walk or to be led by the Spirit. This is what Jesus accomplished in the day of baptism. He restored for us the holy spirit and now it's up to us whether to abide or to obey to the holy spirit or obey the world the wide the door op the wide open to whoever wants to i mean sins are very easy you can get it every in every way in every way very accessible but for the people of god walk in him This is not their way. They go to the narrow gate, through the narrow gate, which leads to eternal life. Hope we think of that and we should never live according to the flesh. We live according to the Spirit in Christ and glory be to God forever.